We are back now. We are back after two weeks off. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of More Layers. I'm Seth Mariano. I'm Jordan Smith. Yep, we are back. It's been a while. I've missed it. We've had other obligations, but now we're finally back and ready to roll once again Absolutely. with an all-new episode. And we do have a subject matter we're going to discuss, although shortly before we started, Seth brought up a good point in that today was Siblings Day, so we thought we'd talk about our brothers and sisters a little bit first. Yep, that's right. So, you told me your sister is now engaged. Can you tell me anything about that? Yeah, uh, they got engaged around... I want to say towards the end of last year, like late December. Uh, they had known each other for actually a lot longer than I had originally thought, because apparently this guy went to college with my brother. So they had already known who he was. So he, they were already good friends to start with. And then he has been a very wonderful guy so far he's treated my sister well which is very important uh and the few times that he's visited here he voluntarily likes to help with various tasks around the house like there have been a couple times at least where we had a lot of dishes in the sink or something and he would just do all of them without even like asking or anything he would just do it so we know He's a really good guy. I think he's the right one for my sister. And uh, I think towards the end of August is when they're getting married. Oh, sounds good. Sounds like a cool guy. Absolutely. Yeah, and so um, he is like a longtime friend of your brother's? Yeah, he started out as... Being somebody that my brother knew, and then eventually the rest of us met him, and we've now known him for quite a while, and towards the end of December, asked my sister to marry him, and they're going to get married in the summer. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah and uh, what about your brother? What's he up to? Uh, he's out in Virginia with his wife. Uh, he is a computer engineer, so he likes to have jobs pertaining to that. His wife is a physician assistant, so she works in the medical field. Uh, they actually are now in a house that was recently built for them. Uh, I know they were living in, a, in an apartment complex of some sort for a while, but once they got a good location, they had a house built, and now they're living in it. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So uh, that work stuff you mentioned sounds like like my family a little bit. You know, my dad, uh, I probably told you this before, he's like a technology leader at the school district we're both part of. Okay. And I, ha I have some relatives who work in nursing. All right. I yeah. feel like a so lot of people I know are either some sort of technology slash engineer person or a nurse. Yeah. And actually at the time my senior pastor founded our church, 
and mm-hmm. he was a full-time engineer. Really? Yeah. And Most studying money... full and studying full-time at seminary as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, most of my immediate family had been some form of engineer. Like my sister is a mechanical engineer. My brother is a computer engineer. And my late father was an electrical engineer. All right. So um, I also have two siblings, as I probably told you before, Mm -hmm. both younger and my brother is currently in his second Nashville home. He's there with um, some musician colleagues that he uh, okay. that he does some music work with. And my sister is graduating high school this year. Congrats! And pursuing and thank you, and pursuing a career in social work. Oh, nice. Want me to decide to do that, or do you not know? Oh, I really don't know. Not at all. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would probably be a little more interesting if I knew, but oh well. I mean, it's still a good career path to be on, so I can respect it. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I do wish I could see my brother and sister more often, but considering the distance, it's kind of difficult to do that, especially right now. Yeah, well, we do. Uh, I'll catch up distantly, my brother and myself, a little bit, you know, on the phone and and probably a little on social media as well, but mostly phone, though. And what about your sister? Well, well you know, she lives with the rest of us still technically okay. so there's not really uh, much of a, a distance except and except she's usually by herself doing her own thing which is okay but, sure but she's still there technically well it's good to have those moments with them while you can still get them i will say that So, uh, you've been to Nashville yourself? Uh, I don't know if I've been directly to Nashville. I believe I've driven through Tennessee on the way to Florida because I have some family down there, but I haven't been in Tennessee for any sort of long period of time. Yeah, so I can't I've really say. That... I've been to Florida myself, I was saying. Yeah, go ahead. I was about to say, because of that, I can't really say I've actually been to Nashville. Okay. Okay. Uh, One of uh, the uh, music colleagues my brother is living with now Mm -hmm. has some family in Florida himself. Uh, What part of it? Uh, I think Tallahassee, because I knew my brother took a flight there once for something, so... So I'm guessing it's Tallahassee. Okay, that that works. So I'm Tennessee. guessing. Um, go ahead. Is Tallahassee in like in what part of Florida is that? Is that like on the eastern 
Peninsula, or is that towards the west? My guess, I'm not sure if my memory is correct. You know, I've seen it on a map. I'm guessing southern Florida, but I'm not sure of that. Yeah, geography was never my specialty, so I'm not entirely certain on where it is. Yeah, well, I have, well, as part of a multiple state trip that I was on, like, um, um, the week or two weeks before this, I was in Indiana for a little bit, and then Nashville, then Huntington, West Virginia, and then finally Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I blanked for a second. So you went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, for the last part of it, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, Pittsburgh is Pennsylvania? Yep. Okay, good. I I was I had to think about that one for a second, but uh I do want to go around Pennsylvania a little bit more in the future, but again, usually when I travel to another state, it's usually just on the way to Florida or something, so who knows. Well, Pennsylvania is in a way easier because, you know, it's just south of us technically. Uh, no, you can get there in about maybe an hour or less, I think. Uh, I'd have to look into that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Seems Cause, right. Because I think when I was, excuse me, when I was ever visiting uh, my grandparents on my father's side, they were in Elmira, which I believe is still technically in New York, though towards the south. And then that took close to a couple hours. Yeah, um, Elmira, I believe, is New York, I believe. And I, I feel like it's close to the border, but I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Don't know. Again, I'm not geographically inclined. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. All right, shall we move on to the main topic of discussion? Yeah, sure. So, our main topic, as you may have guessed if you saw the title, which characters should rap battle each other? You've probably noticed an ongoing trend on the internet, YouTube, something like that, of historical people or fictional characters mm -hmm. dueling each other in freestyle rap. Though it's probably scripted, but like in their universe, it's freestyle. Yeah, typically freestyle refers to kind of like improv rap, but if it's with fictional characters, it's usually pre-written. Possibly. But uh, yeah, I, I've seen this in quite a few places. Like different channels have done it. I think there were some websites, although I can't think of any specific ones that would focus on that. There are some channels that are entirely dedicated to it. One rap battle that I saw and liked 
and I've told Jordan about this, was Whitney Avalon's Cinderella versus Belle. In one corner, you've got the old era princess who's been labeled cheap and naive. And on the other side, you've got the modern era princess who's been described as a genius and a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Pit them against each other, and you can predict a, I'm using air quotes here, bloody fight, so to speak. I, I When I was uh, researching different channels that have done rap battles, I have seen some of hers before, but I honestly didn't think to write her down for some reason. But I, I'm glad you brought her up because I have seen a few and they're actually some of them are good. Like I have a I don't know if I want to call it a soft spot per se, but one that I do remember seeing before. I think it was like Mary Poppins versus Mrs. Claus or something. I think I at least saw the thumbnail for that one. Yeah, I want to say I watched that one at one point. And I believe that was mainly because this was around the time that Artists Unlimited, the theatrical group that we've been a part of, around the time that they did Mary Poppins. Ah, what a time. Yeah, I I miss doing that show. That one was fun. Well, I'm just saying, you you know, the fact that you guys were doing Mary Poppins and then this thing involving Mary Poppins was popping up on YouTube. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was sheer timing or I just happened to be looking up different Mary Poppins things at the time. But yeah, the, the timing was amazing. So personally, if I had to vote on on Cinderella versus Belle, if I had to vote for a winner, I think mm-hmm. I'd give my vote to Belle, though I might disagree with a little thing or two she said. All right, I haven't seen that one, so I will take your word for it. Yeah, it's uh, it stars uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer stars Sarah Michelle Gellar as Cinderella. Okay. And then I think Avalon in the role of Belle. Yeah, she usually is involved in her own rap battles, isn't she? Like, she usually plays at least one of the characters. I think, I think, because... Uh, uh, I think she's a comedian who, who does this sort of thing, among other things, for comedy. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to look her up again later because it's been a while since I've seen her stuff. All right. So I thought of a couple fantasy rap battles sure. that I think would probably be interesting. The first one that I thought might be good, Charlie Brown versus Calvin. From uh, Calvin and Hobbes? You got it. That would be interesting to see. I am not going to lie. So you're familiar with the Calvin and Hobbes strip? Yeah, there uh, there was a library I went to quite frequently for a while before things got closed down. Uh, And I usually would go to the area that had books full of comic strips for different characters, and Calvin and Hobbes was one of them, and I would usually try to find one of theirs first. 
Yeah, I probably read Calvin and Hobbes more than I ever read Peanuts. I think I think that appealed to me even more. Okay, I can definitely get behind that. Um, I've done both. Like I've read a lot of both of their comic strips. But one thing is for certain, and that is when the holiday season really gets started, I will try to watch every single Charlie Brown cartoon that airs on TV. So Charlie Brown Christmas, I Want a Dog for Christmas, Christmas Tales, the whole nine yards. The whole great pumpkin thing. So, so like the cartoon cartoons they animated for every holiday then? They did one for Halloween. They've done one for Thanksgiving. They did one for Christmas. Easter. Yeah, they did do one for Easter. I know they did one for Valentine's Day, although honestly, that one's a little bit more depressing because there's a scene where he doesn't get any Valentine's at all. The old one? I think so, yeah. And then... I want to say there was one for New Year's too, but I'm not entirely sure about that. Oh, I know that one. Yes, I've seen that one. There was one for New Year's? Yeah, called Happy New Year, Charlie Brown. Is that the one where he tries to get like a dance with the red-haired girl that he's attracted to? Or is that something else? I think you're thinking of the like the newer, like early 2000s Valentine special cartoon. Although the red-haired girl does have a little role in the New Year's cartoon as well. Okay, because I'm trying to remember which one it was, because I think in the same cartoon, he had to read this ridiculously long War and Peace book. Yeah, (laughs) try doing that, right? I could not imagine myself getting all the way through that. Like, I haven't read it ever, but from what I've been told, it's notorious for how long it is. Maybe if I had, like, extremely, like, out-of-control chronic insomnia, then I would probably give it a shot. Right, yeah. But I, I think it would be a very interesting spectacle to have him go up against Calvin, especially if they had like Snoopy and Hobbs as like backup characters. Or maybe just like MCs with a disc desk. Yeah, that that would be cool. I could definitely see that. Yeah. So you got two classic comic book boys, one of mm-hmm. which is a goody goody, and the other is a air quotes again, brat. Yeah, sort so of I a thought... uh, mischievous tries to get himself into trouble type kid. So you've got I've got those two opposites, you know, that clash. So uh, that uh, that is the kind of comparison I think that probably makes the most interesting matchups. Very true. And I actually wrote down in my notes here that really any two people or groups of characters can go up against each other in a rap battle. But I personally feel that the battle itself will have more of an impact if the characters have some sort of connection or similarity. And I like with Charlie Brown and Hobbes, they're both iconic comic book characters. 
with some form of comedic animal sidekick. So it really would work. And I actually... I, I came up with a few examples of my own of what could work, and I kind of put them into different uh, categories. Like, usually what I see in rap battles are ones that are, like, big or well-known rivals of each other. Okay. And a good example of that might be, like, for example, Mario and Sonic. Two big video game characters that have almost in the real world kind of gone, gone up against each other, especially in the 90s when they had what was dubbed the console war. Because at that point, Sega, cause Sega was making their own consoles at the time, and they actually were competing against Mario for a while, and now people see them as classic rivals. A business war, of course. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then I have seen quite a... I don't want to say quite a few, but at least a good handful of matchups in rap battles or otherwise where those two are pit against each other. And it's actually pretty entertaining. So you've actually seen Mario versus Sonic battles in the past? Yeah. Uh, one good example... Uh, is a YouTube channel called The Infinite Source that usually does rap battles with fictional characters. And Mario and Sonic was at one point a matchup. Okay. Yeah. And then another rivalry I kind of thought of, it wasn't characters specifically, but I thought of like Microsoft going up against either Sony or Apple. As weird Microsoft as that may sound. Apple. Microsoft and Apple would probably be the perfect in that type of category. Oh, definitely. Uh, in fact, a well-known uh, channel that is known for doing rap battles, I, they're called uh, Epic Rap Battles of History. They, at one point in their early seasons, did Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs. Yep. Which, the beat was fantastic in of itself, and the rap battle just made it even better. Though it's probably hard now for some people to swallow since Jobs is dead now. Well, I think they actually wrote that rap battle not too long after the fact, because one of the lines that Steve Jobs had... Oh, how did it go? He's so like, was something like, referring to his death? Yeah, he said something like, I built a legacy, son, you could never stop it. Now, excuse me, will I turn heaven a prophet? And then it kind of showed him disappearing similar to that like Infinity War style where he kind of turns into dust and whisks away. Okay. But, but yeah, that was made shortly after he actually did pass. But it was still really good. So, um, how was, like, the popular reaction to that, you know, considering that Jobs had just passed? What do you think? Uh, well, I have seen some reactions 
and comments to that rap battle specifically. And a lot of people were like, oh yeah, that happened. I, I miss him or something like that. Or people would start saying like, thank you, Steve Jobs, for creating a wonderful company or giving us something that we all love to use. So really, most people either say that they missed him or had respect for what he did. So they didn't seem to mind that they were uh, uh, the, uh, that um, that he was being heckled or portrayed just after he had died. That's good. Yeah, I think more than anything else, they were paying homage to him at that point. So I, I don't think they meant any disrespect with it. Sounds like they didn't. Yeah, no, a lot of people liked it, so I don't think they got any flack. So kudos to them. Good, good. So what would be your next ideal matchup? I thought of just one other idea that I liked. Okay. I thought of Lori Loud and Ren Stevens. And who are these two characters? So Lori Loud, the oldest uh, kid on the Loud House on Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. And then we have Ren Stevens, uh, Christy Carlson Romano's character in Disney Channel's Even Stevens. Oh, I totally forgot about that show. It's uh, well, It ran its course a long time ago, so... Uh, I guess I can't blame you for that. Well, I also didn't have channels like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network growing up, so I probably don't know a lot of characters. But I do know of The Loud House, and I do remember even Stevens, though I don't think I ever really saw it. But uh, what made you think of these two characters specifically? I'll get to that in a minute, but uh, two honestly disclose i didn't grow up with cable myself though though as i told you before i had spectrum for a while as an adult in my current house okay. so i got i got nickelodeon i probably still do on sling though i'm not sure so and i've watched a lot of loud house and even stevens i vaguely remember i have vague memories of it from my childhood from it running on ABC Saturday morning block. Some of you out there may remember this one Saturday morning. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So Lori is pretty naive and bubbly. She's on her phone obsessively with her boyfriend and spoiler alert, she's enrolling in a golf college. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Which, the more I think of it, sounds like a so cartoon thing to do. What do you think? I was about to say, yeah. Like, a, I feel like a lot of cartoons or films or whatever, when someone's going on to college, they usually go to, like, a very specific college. Well, if she makes it to the LPGA, good for her. But the fact that she chose a golf college... I feel like she's rather lazy and self-absorbed. I was about to say, I can't think of too many colleges that are focused 
that heavily on golf. Is that show still going, by the way? As far as I know, it is. Okay, because I know it was on Nickelodeon last I checked, but that was a while ago. So I didn't know if they had already gotten to their final season or not. I think um, they have a movie of it that's supposed to come out this year, I think. That I had not heard about. And uh, the voice actress for Lori is actually the same actress who has voiced Padme for Clone Wars. You know, that's actually really interesting because I've been in the midst of watching the Clone Wars for a little while now. I'm on season three at this point. And I have seen Padme quite a few times already. So now I actually, with that description, I kind of have an idea of what this other character sounds like. It's pretty much the actress's real voice. And, you know, you know and probably the most interesting thing about that is um, she's technically from the South, but I never guessed that when I, the first like couple times or so that I listened to her, she gave me more of a vibe of sort of like a golden age of Hollywood actress, but, but, but no, nah, she's just, uh, just some ordinary geeky girl from Atlanta. Well, I mean, if she's from the South and you weren't able to tell, then you could say she's a talented voice actor because a lot of them can disguise their voices. There's a barrier breaker, probably. I would say so, yes. And then Ren Stevens is very serious about achieving big stuff, looking academically perfect or whatever. So I think okay. if you put those two together, and there you've got probably quite the clash. Yeah, after all the stuff you just told me, I would definitely have to agree. <laughs> I'll have to look into these shows a little bit to get a even better idea, but based off what you're telling me, I would love to see that. Pretty much all my memories of even Stevens, honestly, were rather vague until we got Disney Plus and I started looking at, looking to it again out of nostalgic curiosity, I guess, and so I started going through uh, like the first few episodes and and. I liked what I got overall. Was it a long-running show, or was it kind of a shorter one? It was three seasons, which is, uh, uh, which I think is probably um, about the usual for any Disney Channel series, as far as I know. All right. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it was one of those live-action... Is sitcom the right word? Um, even Stevens, you could describe it that way. Okay, yeah, then I feel like a lot of shows similar to that one would go a few seasons and then something else would replace it later. Although if it was popular enough, like, um, was Sweet Life of Zack and Cody Disney Channel? It was, yeah. Because I know that lasted a while and then it kind of got a sequel of sorts. Sweet Life on Deck, yeah. 
So yeah, if it's popular enough, then they'll probably keep it going. Otherwise, it might run for a little bit and then just stop. Yeah, so uh, that's all I got. You got any more? Well, I didn't think of... I, I did come up with some examples, although I was mostly thinking of like categories like for what could make a good rap battle, like well-known rivals, like I said, well-known enemies or rivals within the same franchise. And one of the ones I thought of was uh, Marvel with Thor versus Loki. Okay. Because after seeing the MCU and all their different interactions, one is more heroic, the more the other is kind of like he is villainous, but he is known as a god of mischief, so that he kind of relishes in that. And since they're brothers, I feel like it would be absolutely hilarious if they went up against each other in a rap. So you've got the god of mischief versus uh, what's the other one like? Thor is the god of thunder. So he's the one that wields that special hammer. So you got like a, a straight man versus a goofy guy? I mean, they've both had their goofy moments, especially if you've seen uh, Thor Ragnarok of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But yeah, I feel like their personalities and the fact that they're a family, albeit adopted, it would clash in a very hilarious fashion. And then other good examples I had were like, maybe, especially with Infinity War and Endgame, it could be like the Avengers all team up against Thanos in a rap battle. So like one of the members of the Avengers would go and Thanos would go and then someone else in the Avengers would take their turn and see if they could do it that way. Okay. Now, to be clear, audience, uh, I've scripted some of the stuff you've heard, which you've probably guessed. Now, that's something that's going to be a regular thing, at least on my end for this show. I'm trying to be better prepared. Although on occasions like, like what you're about to hear now, you're probably going to hear something that's made up on the spot. I think I just thought of another idea on the spot. Oh, Megan Kelly... Megan Kelly and Britney Spears. Ooh. Now, what made you think of these two in particular? Like, did something I say triggered it, or did it just pop into your head out of nowhere? It was just an idea. I got, I got like the, you know, someone famous for a very conservative vibe, and then, and then you've got the other lady who's not so serious and rather promiscuous. Interesting. Though I will admit, I want to make it abundantly clear, I am not saying that Megan Kelly is that I that I hate her or or that she's stuck up, but you know, she does have that conservative vibe. And I think sometimes the media is 
too hard on her. Maybe the media is too hard on Britney too. Um, I'm not that big a fan of her, of what she's been doing that I've seen, but I think I have at least slightly more respect for Megan. Yeah, I haven't personally heard a lot about either one of them in recent years, at least. I mean, I know in the 2000s, especially, Britney Spears was up there in popularity, but I didn't really follow either one very much. So I can't really say whether I liked them or not in terms of their personality. If that makes sense. That's okay, I guess. I think to some degree, both of them might have crossed some lines, but uh, but uh, but maybe to some degree, the media has been too tough on each of them. Yeah, the, the media can get pretty harsh with people, even if the person they're talking about did some questionable things. Like, they'll just take it to the extreme and make it a lot worse. The media. Can, Very interesting place. They can sometimes feel so unforgiving and so arrogant. Yep. Although you bringing up these two artists, I thought, what if it was like two groups? So like it could be something like. Well, Megan's example, not necessarily Megan's not necessarily an artist. She's a um, a journalist. Oh, she, okay, okay. For some reason, I was, th I guess, I was thinking of someone else, but but it, it it still got me thinking. What if it was something like? For example, Jonas Brothers against One Direction. Like two boy bands that spiked in popularity for a little bit and then they just kind of died away for a while. Although the, now that I think about it, that would be kind of uneven because I think it would just be three on five. At least I think that's how that would go. And that would probably be too much similarity for my own taste. You know, the two big kind of Similar rock style, you know, romantic boy band kind of thing. So I don't know about sure. that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that one also kind of popped into my head. So that was a little unscripted, but hey, going off, not off topic, but going off script as it were can sometimes be a good thing, especially if we find something really good to talk about. Uh, let's see. What would be another... Well, I think would also be a good... Excuse me, a good rap battle, especially since I think somebody did it already, would be uh, the Terminator versus RoboCop. Like the villain version or the hero of Terminator? Uh... I mean, either one could work. I mean, my initial thought was maybe the one from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Well, I think since RoboCop, um, from what I know, is a hero, 
to balance that out, I would go with um, the evil Terminator from the first movie. Yeah, that would make sense. Because they're both kind of... Um... I, I don't know if I want to say Android, but they're both at least mostly robotic, although RoboCop still has some slight human elements, particularly his face and brain, I believe. Like, I haven't seen RoboCop in a long time, but I believe what ended up happening to him was like he got in a terrible accident, and the only things that really survived were his brain and his face, so they kind of put that into some kind of exoskeleton robo suit thing. I think that's how that goes. And then the Terminator is just all robot. All I really know probably of RoboCop is uh, the sort of, did you see the chipmunk version of it from the chipmunks go to the movie series? Like the live action ones or? Uh, well, the old animated cartoon franchise, they like recreated a, a bunch of movies into short films like Indiana Jones, Big, uh, Batman film, RoboCop. I'd have to look into that because I don't think I've ever seen any of those. Huh. Yeah. All right. And then moving on here. Like I didn't have any specific examples written down for this one, but I figured it would be cool to see two big villains from different franchises going up against each other. Like DC and Marvel? Yeah, that that would be a good one, yeah. Or, I mean, it could be even be characters in the same universe, but yeah, I wrote down villains from different ones specifically. Like, um, like if I were to bring in Thanos again, I think DC has a not too similar character, but what Avengers has with Thanos, the Justice League has with a character called Darkseid. So it could okay. be like those two going up against each other. And then I don't know if I would necessarily call these two villains more so just anti-heroes, I guess. I, I don't know if they've done any heroic stuff. But another one that came to my mind was Black Cat from Marvel and then Catwoman from DC. Because they're pretty much the same type of character almost to the letter would you say they're rather um dark-hearted or more kind-hearted uh i would want to say more kind-hearted because they don't usually do anything too sinister they usually stuck to if like at worst a major heist like they would just steal something they wouldn't hurt people usually they would just take things that they thought were interesting it, they're, they're pretty much the same character just in different 
universes. Okay. And then a similar one that came to my mind just now, because they're also kind of similar in what their characters are, because uh, Aquaman from DC, Marvel has a very similar character, I believe, called Namor, Namor, something like that, where they're both kind of like the king of Atlantis. Okay. Yeah, so maybe those two can go up against each other. And while these two are from the same universe, one I did have written down was uh, Venom versus Carnage. I remember Venom from Spider-Man 3. Yeah, from Spider-Man 3. And then, was it two, three years ago now when the Venom movie came out? I'm trying to think how long ago that was. So we got his own movie. Yeah, he got his own solo movie. Uh, I might actually take a second here to see when it came out. Uh, okay. It came out in 2018. And they are actually working on, on a sequel right now. So, um, so the first one, did it, was it well-received? Uh, I think it was a little bit divisive because it wasn't. I guess so the best like phrasing a... I can think of was that it wasn't like the traditional Venom. Like it didn't happen the same way Spider-Man 3 did. Like it had no connection to Spider-Man whatsoever. He didn't have the big logo on his chest or anything. But um, I believe... This movie was based off a little series that Venom had of his own. Uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But it, it was like a little series where there were other symbiotes like him that he went up against. And th that movie was loosely based on it. And then, at, like, I don't want to spoiled too much but at the end uh they hinted at the sequel when the, the guy who has the venom symbiote he goes to a very secure prison and the last thing the guy he's talking to says is there's going to be carnage which hints at the fact that he is going to play that character in the sequel which i think was supposed to come out in 2020 but obviously they couldn't really do much because of the pandemic so supposedly it's going to be released sometime this year but i wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed again but yeah considering that those two are kind of rivals in of itself it would be interesting to see them go up against each other in a rap you know the the comment you made earlier about um, there being a difference between the way Venom was portrayed in Spider-Man 3 and how the character was portrayed in the Venom solo film reminded me of General Zod in the 70s Superman films versus Man of Steel. 
I think there's a pretty okay. noticeable difference. I suppose with Man of Steel, you could make an argument that there's some more depth to the portrayal of Zod in that movie. By comparison, in those Richard Donner-directed Superman flicks, there's it's more vague and almost one-dimensional. Okay. It, what, what do you think, like, which kind of version of Zod would you say was portrayed better? Or at least that you liked more? Probably just because I liked, I was overall intrigued morely by the earlier 70s movies. I think that version would probably be my favorite, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I probably have an overall prejudice, I, I, I guess from an intellectual view against one-dimensional characters, I I might the intellectual side of me might frown at that, but um, but uh, the emotional, I guess, cocky side of me is okay probably more than I should be with one-dimensional characters. So, so yeah, 70s, I, I think I tend to lean toward that one. Okay, and since we're on the subject of Superman, what about him and, let's say, Luther? Superman versus Lex Luthor? Yeah. I mean, they fought each other before. I mean, I can't... Now that I think about it, see Lex Luthor rapping too much, but although since we, I mean, I can't see them rapping against each other simply because I can't see Lex doing it, but since we compare different versions of Zod, what are your thoughts on the different versions of Luthor? I don't know if I've really seen necessarily a character difference between the incarnations that I've seen, you know, Gene Hackman, Kevin Spacey, or, or except maybe Jesse Eisenberg, I guess, might be somewhat different from the two, but... Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, but at least don't put Hackman against Spacey. I wouldn't recommend that. That's probably too similar for me. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, and then definitely got some here. Okay, yeah, so we kind of talked about this channel a little bit before, but Epic Rap Battles of History has had quite a few uh, matchups in their lineup. I think they're on their sixth season right now. And usually when they pair two characters against each other, they have some sort of similarity or like they kind of are like the same type of character or person. They mostly stick to real people, though they will do fictional characters every so often. Like I think one of the first ones I ever saw is that they had the Mario Brothers versus the Wright Brothers. Which was a very interesting matchup, but 
they were able to go back and forth pretty well. Where did that idea come from? I would not know, considering someone else introduced me to it years ago. I, I guess just because they're both known as like some brothers, like we got Mario Brothers, we got Wright Brothers. Typically, when you refer to the pair, you say brothers in front of the name. So maybe that has some sort of reason as to why. And then they both, in some capacity, had something to do with flying. Like the Wright Brothers, they kind of invented the airplane. And then the Mario Brothers, they've had power-ups that have allowed them to fly. So that probably helped. And I think it was one of the first two-on-two matches that they had. All right. So, what about what about Padme and Leia? What about that? That would be interesting, especially since not only are they both royalty, they're both from Star Wars, but it's also... Like, are you talking about them going up against each other or teaming up? Going against each other. Rap battle. Okay, yeah, that would be interesting, especially since it was a mother-daughter thing. Uh... I just thought of that because you know, you know, there's well, one of them is so widely loved and one of them is so widely hated and probably even ridiculed, I guess you could say. Yeah, I could definitely get behind that, especially since. Well, like Padme was in the prequels, which already were not as well received for a while, especially when compared to the original trilogy. And then not necessarily against Natalie Portman, but the performance had its moments where I just kind of cringed a little bit. Like I know so many people, they will talk about, her performance in pretty much her last scene in the Star Wars trilogy where she dies. Like, a lot of people seem to, for whatever reason, just dislike it. I think of that one lyric in, you know, the Weird Al song, The Saga Begins. There's that lyric where he sings, he's hitting on the queen, he's nine and she's 14. I'm not sure if he's saying that's creepy. I just think, like, oh, well, what's the big deal, I guess? Or, or well, why are you freaking out about that? He's a kid. He doesn't know better or that kind of thing. I think people were just more concerned with how much older she seemed to be compared to him because he, he seemed like roughly maybe like a 10-year-old, and then she looked like she might have been in college. So there would be a decent age gap between the two, and then somehow, by the time the second and third movie rolled around, they looked very close to the same age, and I don't know if that sat well with people. Because they, because based off the first movie, there would still be that big age gap between the two, and that might seem creepy to some people. 
Considering the politics in today's society of you know, people saying age is just a number, it doesn't matter, and do you think people would still, a lot of them today, would have the same reaction? If they saw that, like between Anakin and Padme? Yeah. Uh, I feel like some would, some wouldn't. I guess at this point and day and age, it would just really depend on the person. And where they stand in politics. Okay. Yeah, like I can't really speak too well for other people in terms of that. Because I don't know what they think or why they think it. I know a lot of people were making comments in the original trilogy when uh, Leia kissed Luke because they're siblings, but... That one you can kind of let slide because, at least according to the story, they didn't know they were related to each other. Yeah, at the that's time. fair. So that one was much better received, I would say, than Anakin and Padme was. Well, as far as any of us know, they weren't related to each other. I mean, it's entirely possible, but... I don't know what their thought process was when writing these characters. So who knows? Maybe there's some Star Wars lore in other television series or books that I haven't seen that explains it further. Could have been just a popular demand thing. Maybe. You know, that was pretty much what led to everything after the original. Oh. Lucas's original plan was just to make that one movie, and then it kind of, I guess, exploded, and well, because it got such a, a such a you know, favorable reception, he went on to do Empire Strikes Back, which is actually pretty interesting because I think I remember reading somewhere at one point when he was trying to greenlight the original Star Wars movie before it was made. Like he was kind of introducing the premise to some companies that he wanted to shoot the film with. Most, if not all of them, were basically turning it down because they didn't think it would work. So I think he ended up doing a lot of the work himself. And then once it actually did get popular, people were like, oh yeah, this could work. Let's work with him on this. At least I think that's how the story went. I'd have to look into it again. Yeah, believe it or not, Star Wars wasn't a good idea in a lot of people's eyes in the beginning. Which, especially after seeing most of their films and popular TV shows like The Clone Wars, for example, like I feel like most people just would not believe it. I don't know. Although, with how the sequel trilogy was received people might start to believe that a little bit more because believe what they might believe that star wars almost didn't happen because the uh, sequel trilogy was not very well received overall like compared to the original compared to the original and despite the fact that the uh, excuse me, the prequel trilogy 
got a lot of flack. People seem to still, from what I've seen, enjoy that over the three latest films. When I first found out that episode seven was coming, I I was not not that enthusiastic, mainly because I had uh, I, I had not been like the most devoted or enthusiastic follower of the franchise. I wouldn't say I, I say I hated it or anything, but I, I wasn't uh, that intrigued by it. Though I thought it was okay at least. And sure. one other thing was I figured. Well, what about the end of episode six? Everybody's free. Everybody's happy. The war's over. Well, why would you? Why would you add to the story from there? Well, I think at one point they had considered doing that anyway, and then George Lucas was like, "Nah, we, we're not going to do this." And then, for whatever reason, they kept it going. Probably money. Uh, and when they did first announce episode seven. I was actually pretty excited, but the one thing that concerned me was that between each of those three films, there was going to be a different director. And I feel like unless they all communicated with each other really well, the stories would just not connect. And that kind of was what happened a bit because... J.J. Abrams, I think he was only supposed to do episode 7, and then two other directors were supposed to do 8 and 9. But when Last Jedi didn't do so well, they brought back Abrams, and he had to try and work with what he had already done and with connect that somehow with what this other director did with episode 8. And a lot of people I talked to thought because of that, episode nine was just a mess. Because of the uh, the sudden change in, in the director's chair? Because of that, and there were a lot of things that were introduced all of a sudden in that film or the previous that they thought should have been introduced sooner. Like, we didn't know until episode nine's previews came out that Palpatine was going to come back because most people at that point thought he was dead. And then they're like, Oh no, he's coming back. And a lot of people are like, if he was somehow hinted to make a return in the last Jedi, then a lot of people might've received that better. But because he was reintroduced so late in the trilogy, they're like, what's the point? I just remember, you know, hearing the news that number seven was coming and thinking, I guess I was thinking it was like the equivalent of adding to the Bible after Revelation and all that stuff at the end of it or something like that, I guess. Just thinking, what? Yeah, I can definitely see where you're getting with that. Because Revelation is pretty much the end of the story of like the world or the universe in general. And it ends on a high note. Everything's perfect. Everything's totally as it should be. And what more do you need, you know? Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah. And I feel like I was going to add something else too. What was it? Well, did uh, you have uh did you have more list or is that it? Uh well, if we're going to keep that going, let's see. These one little tidbit that I wrote down is that I've seen matchups in things that weren't rap battles, but I feel like the matchups that were used could be featured as a rap battle. For example, there have been videos I've seen where two characters are pitted against each other in sort of a who would win in a fight scenario. I'm like, okay, they fought against each other. What if they rapped against each other? Like uh, one example that I've seen where two characters fought each other in a not official fight was uh, Samus from the Metroid games versus Boba Fett from Star Wars, considering they're both space-like bounty hunters. All right. So I figured that could work. Um, another one that I wrote down. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, believe it or not, people, making this show isn't that easy. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot that uh, that goes on behind the scenes and even on the air. Yep, definitely. And then I think I brought up this YouTube channel a little bit in a previous episode, but it's a YouTube channel called Verbal Ace, and it's a guy who's well-known for being really good at beatboxing, and he has a series on his channel called Cartoon Beatbox Battles where he pits fictional characters against each other in a ring in like a beatbox competition. And some of the matchups that he started out with were like Black Panther versus Batman or like SpongeBob versus Mickey Mouse, two iconic cartoon characters. Uh, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob versus Goofy. Or like Pennywise versus the Joker, two killer clowns. Patrick and Goofy might make for an interesting buddy movie. You know, that actually would be hilarious. Like seeing those two just like trying to hang out and enjoy the day or whatever. And their clumsiness just creates a lot of comedy. I'd love to see that. I really would. Like, if they somehow had, like, a buddy movie, like you say, I I would definitely watch it. Or one that I thought of before, one between uh, the toy cleaner from Toy Story 2, who was also the star of the short Jerry's game, with, with uh, Carl from Pixar's Up. To, a buddy picture between those two old guys. Uh, that would probably work. And the Pixar could probably do something there. You know, now that you say it, I could definitely see that. Because uh, the first guy you mentioned, the uh, toy cleaner who was in that short, wasn't he, wasn't that short the one where he kind of played chess with himself? Yeah. And they did such a good job of editing, I think, that when I saw it as a kid, I was totally convinced that he was playing against somebody else. 
I was literally about to say the same thing. Growing up watching that short, which what short was that? No, 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 no. What movie was that short attached to? A Bug's Life, at least on video cassette. Right, right, right. But uh, I remember watching Bug's Life a couple times. Actually, not a couple times, quite a few times. And watching that short at the beginning every time, like you said, I was thoroughly convinced that there was two people at that table. And I would be very confused when like, it would do a further away shot where it showed him getting up to sit at the other side of the table. Cause then I'd be like, where's the other guy? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's there. It's like, wait, where did he come from? But oh, I yeah. guess I, I guess I pretty much reacted just, uh, okay. Okay, cool. Now we've got two players now. Yeah. Although Considering that we believed that there were two people, that just shows how well they shot it together. Yeah, so what else were you saying? Uh, at what point? Uh, oh, when I when I said the, uh, the we got two players thing. Pretty much what I just said. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That... That if not look so junior, then that's my favorite Pixar short, Jerry's game. See, look so junior is a lamp, right? Um, yep, the mascot. And then the short, there was like a bigger version of him, and they were kind of bouncing a ball back and forth, um, kicking it to each other. Yeah, that's. That, I think that's. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Because for some reason, I thought there was another one, but I don't think there was. Yeah. Uh, they just like... The, that studio seems to have a knack for just making stuff out of nothing, you know? Oh, yeah. Pixar has made quite a few really good shorts. And in fact, one thing I wish Pixar did again, or just animated films in general did, was have bloopers for the films because the ones that they did for like Monsters Inc. or Toy Story 2 were absolutely hilarious to me. Or even Bugs Life like we mentioned earlier. Oh yes, yes. I remember all of those myself. Yes. Yeah, I think one of my favorites was at least a couple of them. One of them was uh, Toy Story 2 where Buzz is walking through the hall of Buzz Lightyear's, and then you just see Woody in one of the containers making faces to make him laugh. Uh -huh. no. and yeah. then, you, think that, you think that was what he was trying to do, make him laugh? I could never really tell what he was doing in there. Well, I, I'd have to look again, but I, from what I remember, Buzz was trying to look amazed. He looks over, he sees Woody kind of like waving his fingers and sticking his tongue out. And Buzz, at first, was trying to carry on with the scene as if nothing happened, but he just could not keep himself from laughing, and he just gave up. And just broke character. Yep, and then there's all the ones where Woody would kind of sabotage Buzz in some way. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like the, like the 
this space for rent or the goofy yep. glasses. Yeah, I remember. Or like he put a mustache or something on the helmet so that when he folded it back up, it would be across his face. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, ooh, he hated that, didn't he? Oh, he definitely did. And then I was always, as a kid, sold on characters like slipping and falling. So in Monsters, Inc., where they were turning a corner and Sully just slips past and hits a wall. That one was a big one for me. And actually, another person you could talk about these with is uh, our friend Dalton, especially when it comes to the Bugs Life one, because he likes being Hopper's brother. So he and I have done the bloopers that involve those two before. Just like kind of reenacting them, and it's so much fun. Oh, did you see the uh, recent revival of Mad About You? Because it has that same actor who was on the show originally. He came back for that. Uh, which actor? Uh, Richard Kind. W- which? Uh, he was uh, Hopper's brother in A Bug's Life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, wasn't he... Wasn't he also in uh, Inside Out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bing bong. I was about to say, because I remember when I first heard that voice and I saw the movie for the first time, it's like, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, yeah, I think he's good. He does good stuff. He definitely does, although I haven't seen the one you just talked about, whether it be the revival or the original thing. So I'll have to check that out. What is it? Uh, Mad About You? Yeah. It it was, uh, as far as I know, it was a hit series on NBC and th- and then after it retired, and um, a few year- years after that, they brought it back, like as a Spectrum original update series. Although sure. I didn't really that closely follow either, to be honest. Okay. But if it has that actor, then I might be intrigued, because I feel like I should be seeing more stuff that he's done before. Well, I'm content to just uh, <laughs> stick to the animated stuff, I guess. And, uh, you know, that, that in a way, that was pretty much animation was pretty much our intro to some of the best live action talents, multiple of them. Very true. Yeah. 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 And that was um, a topic that um, that we talked about doing at some point in the show, you know, about animation studios casting celebrities so much. Maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be next time. Maybe uh, we'll talk about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is some, this has been pretty fun. So um, I guess uh, if you don't have anything more, we can wrap it up. Or if you've got anything more, we can go on. Uh, I think I'm pretty much set on this end. I know that we kind of went off topic from Rabbattles quite a few times, but honestly, I'm okay with that because to me, this is more just about just like having fun talking about stuff we like to talk about. And Rabbattles may have been the central topic, but we had some good things to talk about that weren't necessarily Rabbattles that I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, in a way, 
it's not like we went never ever went totally off subject and everything in a way i think connected to the main topic in a way true true okay well um thanks for joining us everyone as always you can email or facebook message us contact mm -hmm. info is on the about section of our facebook you can stream us anytime on youtube anchor spotify and google podcasts and all our YouTube links are on Facebook. Yep. And if you feel like there weren't any matchups listed here that you would like to see, please let us know in some in some way, whether it be like on Facebook or email, for example. Yes, please keep the conversation going. We want to hear from you, don't we? Yeah, and keep the keep the conversation going amongst each other as well. Like if you see somebody else say something leave a comment on what they said or uh, excuse me uh tell them why you think it would or wouldn't work just keep it going we'd love to see what you guys have to say yeah and if you ever want to join us as a guest on our episode or anything you just uh let us know on facebook messenger or by email please We'd love to have a fully-fledged conversation with you involved. That would probably be fun. Oh, it definitely would be, especially... We, we might need to start out with a close friend so that we have some uh, common ground to work with. Like if we brought, for example, Dalton onto the show talking about some of these things... That might be a good start, and then we can expand from there. And you can also watch Jordan's YouTube at Silverstorm323. There's some stuff on there you might like. Some stuff about Pokemon, song covers, top ten lists. You might find something on there that you like, or not. Who knows? Yeah, I haven't posted a lot in the past few years, but I do eventually want to get better at that. So if you guys see something you like, please let me know. and I'll try to make more videos based on that. Yeah. And suggestions are welcome. He says. Very true. Very true. Okay. Thank you all for joining us. Um, you know, comment and chat with us if you want to, well, comment message us. And and we will probably be rolling again next week. And thanks again for listening or watching. And see you next time. Take care, everyone.